1: Off to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Huge hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Peter. And a one handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kidding Moore. What a
0: play by Naheem Hines. Horseshoe
1: is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What is going on guys welcome back to another episode of the bring the juice colts podcast guys week one of the preseason on sunday the carolina panthers are in town for some joint practices and we'll travel to lucas oil stadium to play the indianapolis colts here is your official week one preseason preview and guys i know last year we did the previews and a little bit different between the regular season and the preseason. Regular season, we have a lot more in-depth stuff. Preseason is more of some guys we're going to look at, some different positions we're going to look at, normal things that the coaches are looking at as well. So, Derek, let's start off, man. Um, Let's talk about this Indianapolis Colts depth chart for a minute. I mean, as it stands right now, obviously, we're making a joke off air. It's like, as it stands right now, because you never know with these injuries, it seems like somebody's getting getting injured about every day at this point. It's ridiculous.
0: Uh, yeah, I know, right? We're 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 all kind of past the injury thing at this point. And I think the ultimate thing that we want to see out of this entire preseason game is just no more injuries. Please, I think we've had enough. I think that Colts Nation has suffered enough over the last few weeks dealing with these injuries. So, you know, that's goal number one trying to make sure everybody stays as healthy as possible but
1: yeah we can hop into this depth chart a little bit if you want. Yeah let's do it let's start with the quarterback so right away for week number one at least Jacob Eason is going to be the Colts starting quarterback officially on the depth chart Sam Ellinger and Brett Hundley will be his primary backups so Frank Reich has talked a lot, Derek, about how Jacob Easton's going to see, along with these other quarterbacks, but especially Jacob Easton's going to see a lot of run in the preseason, a lot of action. He needs all those reps he can. Derek, we've talked about it as well. We feel like with Jacob Easton being as inexperienced as he is, that being not a whole lot of playing time in college, he really needs all the reps that he he can get right now because it seems like he's really improved in the couple weeks that he's gotten those starting reps.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we saw their first joint practices today and, you know, from what it sounded like is Eason and Ellinger both had really solid, effective days today. So that's great to see, you know, they going up against a, a different defense and given the Circumstances of the offensive line and all these other things, you know, both of them both had some really great throws. So that's great to see. It's good to see that they're off on a good note there. And yeah, I mean, Jacob Eason of all people definitely needs all the snaps that he can get. Only only played about thirteen games in freaking college, man. So you know, this guy needs the time and the ability to be able to learn and adapt and know how to play against a defense that is not his own teams. So, you know, good start with the joint practices. Hope to see more of that in the preseason.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is something I'm really looking forward to in this quarterback competition. I mean, at first we thought it may not be a competition. It's looking maybe more like it might be a little bit closer than we thought initially. Now, again, I feel like there's been a little bit of confusion because some have combined, you know, first and second team, and I'm always just like, I just want to see what the first team reps are. But it seemed like it was a pretty good day for both these guys on the first day of joint practice on Thursday. We're going to be releasing this right before, a couple hours before the second joint practice between the two teams on Friday. So yeah, it definitely looked like day one was a very strong start for both of these quarterbacks. But what are you looking from Sam Ellinger potentially here? in week number one i know he's been had, received a lot of praise from different people hasn't has had a pretty strong camp against the twos and even the ones a little bit especially today but what have you what are you looking to see from a guy like sam ellinger this preseason well i mean i want him to continue to do what he has been doing you know from what
0: it sounds like is you know it doesn't really seem like the moment's too big for him right now and you know that's great to hear is that you know a sixth round quarterback, you know, anytime somebody really drafts one that late, most of the time you'll have some issues. You know, you'll have either he's flusters under pressure or he has a very bad arm or you know, he he's inaccurate or he's uh, very indecisive. You know, that really hasn't been Sam Ellinger this off season so far. You know, he's had a couple bad days, but I mean, I think there's there's actually some first-round quarterbacks that have had a lot worse practices in training camp so far than what Sam Ellinger has. So I look for him to just continue to do what he's doing. You know, stay composed in the pocket. Do what he's been doing. You know, it seems like everyone has been impressed with the ability to – I mean, he's just felt like he's been so mature about everything that's been going on and, you know, has handled the moment very well. And I want to see him continue to do that. Nothing more. You know, I just want to see him do that. And then if he does and continues to show out, then who knows? Maybe he does pass Eason on the depth chart here at some point and maybe takes a start or two if, you know, Eason doesn't pan out and Carson has to sit. But ultimately, I just want to see him keep doing what he's doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the big knock on him was just the arm strength. It's always been the arm strength. And that's always, I, th- I feel like that's just always going to be something with him, but he doesn't necessarily have to have the strongest arm to be a good quarterback. I mean, there's been plenty of good quarterbacks in the league who have had had the best arms, right? But they've been efficient in different ways. And so if he's able to do that, I mean, we even had a conversation earlier today, kind of talking about these two guys and I said, frankly, I don't care who wins. I just want whoever's going to win to be able to make the ship go. You know, if Carson Wentz does miss a couple weeks, I don't really care who it is personally. I do think Jacob Eason has a very much higher ceiling, but I also acknowledge he has a lower floor than a Sam Ellinger. So ideally, neither of these guys are your franchise quarterbacks, right? Ideally, Carson Wentz is your guy moving forward. But yeah, it is always nice to know you have a quality backup or maybe even two quality backups that if something like this does happen, okay, we're not – You know the the ship's not sinking, right? We're still okay. We can still get by for a couple weeks while our franchise quarterback is on the mend. And so, yeah, I I think you're right. I'm looking for Ellinger to just continue to do this. I would love to see him get some more reps with the ones. Really, I would. Um, It seems like he did a little bit today, and he was pretty good. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Again, in the preseason, this this next joint practice, and also in the preseason game as well. Let's move on now to the running backs because this is a very interesting group, Derek. It's very probably the deepest position on this team if you're looking at it from just one position. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor, you got Marlon Mack, you got Naheem Hines, and you got Jordan Wilkins—all guys who have a lot of experience on this team and have proved to be productive in the past. What are you looking for for all these guys in this preseason game? I mean, I don't really expect much
0: of anything from, you know, the top three guys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I really doubt that any of them play more than a series each. I think ultimately it's just a matter of, you know, Wilkins getting the share and, you know, Jackson getting, uh, getting the share, you know, just some of these guys that might round out the end of this running back group you know, I want to see some consistent, good runs, even despite the fact that our almost our entire offensive line is gone at this point. But nevertheless, you know, I still want to see some good, uh, efe- efficient running. And other than that, I, I really don't anticipate much
1: else from this group for the rest of the preseason. This group is pretty defined, like, compared to the other positions, especially quarterback right now. Like, you know what you got pretty much. You're right. I think it's going to be more that. Potential number four running back. I, I don't know. haven't heard a whole lot about uh, Deion Jackson. I know he was a guy that we were both pretty high on, undrafted free agent. But I, I'm I'm really excited, yeah, to see him in action and see Jordan Wilkins in action and see, okay, who does keep that number four running back position? Is it Wilkins for another year? Is it a guy like Deion Jackson? Is it somebody else on this roster that we're not even talking about at, at this point? So excited for that. Uh, wide receiver is going to be an interesting one. A little bit defined as well, probably the top four guys. You can probably lock in pretty well. And then you got another guy in Mike Strawn who has just absolutely been killing it. Did it again in practice on Thursday. Continues to kill it against pretty much anybody. I'm sure you saw, Derek, him just putting J.C. Horn on roller skates a couple times. The number mm-hmm. eight overall pick this year. So Mike Strawn's seventh-round pick, certainly not looking the part right now. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's surprising how nimble and how agile he is for his spice. You know, I mean, that was something that we all kind of thought was, you know, he's he's got the talent, he's definitely got the size, but, you know, we were wondering, are the rest of the intangibles going to match up with that? And from what it looks like so far, obviously they haven't seen real game action yet, but from what we've seen, I mean, again, we just, we saw he put the number one corner in all of college football last year on freaking roller skates. Because, I mean, he was just everywhere, man. And he was making plays. We've been seeing him do it all offseason. All offseason. Putting Xavier Rhodes on his back. You know, I mean, just it it just seems like every time he steps on the field, he is always there to make a play. One time. At least a day. So, I want to see in the preseason game, I want to see him get some snaps. I want to see him do that same thing. Even in the red zone. I mean, and it was ironic enough because Strawn, when he what he was doing to J.C. Horn, that was more in the open field. You know what? Most of what we've been seeing from Strawn has mostly been in the red zone. You know, he's been that's been his bread and butter all all training camp so far. So I want to see him continue to do that. I want to see them go to him and use that size to his advantage. And I want to see what happens in real game time action. But so far, I mean, Strawn's making the argument. For number five wide receiver right now, I mean, at this moment in time, you know, could potentially start making an argument for receiver number four. I mean, if he continues to play at the rate that he's at.
1: Hmm. And then, I mean, obviously, if the Colts keep six wide receivers, there's going to be a competition for that as well. I know I've thrown out the name Ashton Doolin a lot because of the special teams qualities that he provides for this football team. But there's guys like Desmond Patman who had a nice catch in practice. And then there's other guys as well, like DeMichael Harris, Tariq Black. There, there's a few guys that are, are vying potentially for that spot. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Tyler Vaughn Michael Pittman's old teammate at USC. So there's a good number of guys, Derek, potentially vying for that number six wide receiver spot. What are you looking for and who do you think potentially has a good shot to make that in the preseason not opener?
0: Oh, man. I mean, just so many different guys there. You know, I mean, you've mentioned Doolin and Strawn a bunch of times. I mean, you know, it's really weird because, you know, outside of the top four and then we've talked about, you know, Strawn, we've really not talked a lot about, you know, anyone else in real particular order. I mean, not as much as, you know, a couple of these other guys, you know, a couple of the undrafted guys have made a few plays here and there, but, you know, you really haven't seen much else. So it's it's going to be a mystery. It's going to be a mes- mystery for the Indianapolis Colts to figure it out, but I trust that they'll make the right
1: decision. Mm-hmm. Or let's move on to the tight ends. Now we know the top three tight ends, you know, Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox, Kylan Granson, fourth round pick this year, who had a touchdown today. He has been freaking incredible in training camp. I mean, I am so excited to see Kylan Granson this year. I'm so excited that we somehow were able to get him on this podcast, too, because I feel like this dude's going to be a stud. I'm really looking forward to how he's going to attack the Panthers. Maybe he has another touchdown in this preseason game. I don't know. But nonetheless, I am so excited for him and just how he's going to continue to ascend in this offense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it ever since we drafted this guy that, you know, I thought that, you know, Kyle and as soon as we interviewed him, I I really just – I loved the way this guy carried himself. He has a confidence and a swagger about him that just made me fall in love with the guy. And I really uh, like what I'm seeing, you know, has definitely made some good plays. And I mean, you can't find anyone more excited really than me and Colts nation to see what this guy uh, has the potential to be able to do. I mean, I really hope we see a couple series out of him. I really would like to see a few catches, for him in this preseason game. So really hoping for the best there.
1: Mm -hmm. If you had to pick a number four tight end, say the Colts got four tight ends just for the sake of argument, who in the world would be your number fourth tight end right now?
0: I mean, that's a good question. I mean, really, I'm trying to think here of who the other guys were. I would think Farad Green would probably end up getting it at this moment because I've seen – Green's name brought up a couple different times, you know, when we're talking about touchdown catches from Ellinger. So maybe it's Farag Green. I mean, I, I've seen his name a lot more often than a lot of other people's names in here.
1: No unit has been hit worse than this Colts offensive line right now. I mean, right now it's it's pretty ugly, man. Um, you're, you're missing pretty much your entire left side of your offensive line with right now Will Holden as your starter at left, go- at left tackle. And then obviously Quentin Nelson out. So Chris Reed at right guard. And then Danny Pinter, who also got injured today. So now you're down to Joey Hunt as your third center. So, man, this offensive line on the left side, it's been pretty banged up. What are you looking for for these reserve guys? And what do you hope that they provide here against the Panthers, who have a pretty good pass rush?
0: I mean, I I really can't speak much on this group, honestly. I mean, I just want to see – You know, at this point in time, we know that none of these starters are going to play for the majority of the preseason at this point. So, you know, I I just look to see if there's anybody that really steps up and if there's somebody else that just falls flat on their face. And I hope that, you know, we make adjustments accordingly because, you know, if something happens
1: with some of these guys again, we need to be more prepared this season. I'm looking for left tackle. I want to see either Will Holden or Sam Tevy just play really, really good. They struggled again. It's becoming a a trend now. This left tackle position is struggling. So they need to step it up. Uh, One of these guys or both of these guys, it's time to step it up. Your quarterback cannot be consistently getting pressure. It's time to step it up. And then, yeah, I I am – it's just wild, man. The injuries that the Colts have had on that left side. It's absolutely, you can't make this kind of stuff up. It's just crazy to me. So definitely looking forward to when Eric Fisher, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly get back, having some quality depth there on that offensive line that you feel good about. Because right now we don't have that, especially at left tackle. So one of these guys really needs to step it up. And whenever Fisher does get back, you need to have a quality backup offensive tackle. And right now the Colts don't, um, according to what we've seen and what we've heard of their left tackles right now. So both those guys need to step it up. All those tackles need to step it up at this point. All right. Let's move on now to the Indianapolis Colts' defense. Let's move on to this defensive line. Pay right now kind of being cautious. He was in a boot. He hurt his ankle. The Colts think it's pretty minor, so we'll see if he's out there or not. I would probably say no if the Colts are being extra cautious out there. But the Colts have a lot of pass rushers. They obviously have uh, Taequann Lewis, who's the other starter at defensive end listed, they have guys like Ben Banigu, they have Kimoko Ture, they have Al-Kadim Mohamed, they have Isaac Rochelle on the end, and then there's some interior guys that could potentially get some work as well. You think guys like Antoine Woods, Joey Ivey, who was just signed a couple weeks ago, Taylor Stallworth, Chris Williams, Andrew Brown. like there's There's a couple guys here that I think have some upside. What are you looking for on this defensive line from some of these guys? What do they need to show you here in preseason game number one?
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm i just going to specifically mention uh, Ben Banigu, Isaac Rochelle, those guys on the defensive end position, they need to really show me uh, consistency, I need to see a few more snaps out of them, you know, I, I obviously they both have been really good in camp so far, I want to see that done in real-time action, and you know, especially for a guy like Ben Banigu, who last year, you know, when you're when you were a healthy scratch all of last year, you need all the reps you can get. I don't care if it's with the second or third team and you're a potential reserve guy. You need you need the reps if you were missing the majority of last year because you weren't practicing as hard. I, I need to see Ben Banigu do that, what he's been doing in training camp so far. I need to see that against the Panthers. And then when you're talking about this defensive tackle You know, I mean, I've put the pressure on Taylor Stallworth. We talked with him and, you know, I like Taylor Stallworth. I think that he, he doesn't get as much love as he should. People are already talking about how they're going to replace his job. And I don't, don't know why that is. Antoine Woods being one of those reasons and Andrew Brown, I've seen his name pop up a few times for getting some pressures on the quarterback. So you know, I mean, th- this defensive line group in total is a very competitive group. And, you know, it will be very interesting to see who steps up in the game time action because that's going to determine who a lot of these guys are going to get signed and who's
1: not. Mm-hmm. Out of these linebackers, we already know the top two, but EJ Speed went down with an injury. We don't know what that injury is, we don't know how long that's going to be for EJ Speed. Hopefully it's not too too severe. I was really bummed cuz I was looking forward to seeing him in this game. I don't know if that's going to be a thing. But there's a lot of other guys at linebacker. Who are you looking for specifically to kind of see what we got with them?
0: Um I still want to see Zaire Franklin. You know, I want to see him do some more and and Sky Moore, you know, I've seen a lot of him in training camp so far. I mean, he's come back from opting out last year because of COVID. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets any snaps at middle linebacker. And, you know, it's this whole linebacker group in general. You know, you really want to see all these guys get some chances and see who really shines. Because, yeah, if something were to happen with Darius or Bobby, you know, you need
1: somebody to step up. Hmm. I'm interested in seeing those physical freak guys, Malik Jefferson and Isaiah Kafusi. I'm interested in seeing those guys because those guys, I feel like they have a lot of potential, and if they can live up to that potential, that would be great. So I want to see them in the preseason a little bit more. Sky Moore as well. Um, I would I would be interested to see him. Also, Jordan Glasgow. I wouldn't mind seeing him for a few snaps. See, We already know what he can provide at special teams, but okay, what happens now if he tries to play linebacker? Can he play linebacker well? That would be fun to see. All right, let's move on to the secondary. The uh, really the the last unit, I guess we'll talk about the kicker as well. But the cornerback position in general is the one that you know if there's another position outside of quarterback, it's probably corner that we're keeping our eye on the most right now. It's interesting because TJ Carey is listed as a number two corner right now, which obviously isn't great to see, but it still is pretty early, so you know we're not gonna like freak out about that or anything like that. But as far as it goes for corner. There's a lot of guys vying for one position. What are you looking for, and what do some of these guys need to do to separate themselves from the pack a little bit?
0: Well, obviously, T.J. Carey rounding out the corner position there. Rocky Sin's really going to have Have to step it up. I heard he had a good camp today. Marvell Tell struggled a little bit with what we dogged on Rocky Sin for a lot of times last year, and that was penalties. Marvell Tell had a couple of those today. So he struggled, and Rock didn't struggle quite as much. You know, I still have not seen much of an Isaiah Rogers really doing much when it comes to that. So I really want to try to see him do something, even though it seems like the Colts really don't have a whole lot of interest in putting Isaiah Rogers in corner positions right now, which is weird to me. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I need to see Rocky sin and Marvel tell, get a few snaps. Cause I really want to see what happens there. Mm-hmm.
1: The safety position is also interesting. And a lot of people aren't really talking about it, but it's kind of intriguing to me because Julian Blackman wasn't out there today, so the starter out of all people, Andre Chikari. I think that's how you say his name. I've probably messed it up every time I've said it, but he was a guy last year that was a claim from the Colts. He was more of a corner when they claimed him, and he's playing free safety now, and seems like he's doing a pretty good job from what I've heard, which is very interesting. I want to see a little bit more of him and kind of like, okay, what can he provide? Is he really that good of a player? Like, I don't know anything about this guy, so I'm very intrigued about that. And also the other guys as well, you know, both Sean Davises I'm interested in seeing as well. So there's a lot of guys at the safety position that are pretty intriguing to me, Derek. Yeah, you'd
0: said Andre, and then you know, Abraham Campbell, who's you know been in the mix of a few different plays this training camp as well, and then obviously the strong safety position, you know, the the Sean Davises battling out, and then George Odom who. Also had an interception today on Will Greyer. So, you know, he's been getting involved. So you hope that that stays that way, that the depth of the safety group, you know, continues to shine and shows that if something were to happen, they could come in for a few plays and provide some support.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. And then the kicker position. I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued to see both these guys, Rodrigo Blankenship, the incumbent, and then also. Eddie Pinero, who the Colts brought in as well for kicker competition. Both these guys from what I've heard had really strong camps and Blankenship's Seems like he's continuing to improve on his long ball accuracy. So that's going to be a fun battle to watch in training camp. I think hot rod right now, if he does, if he keeps doing what he's going to do, I think he's got the job, but obviously there's a guy there. That's, a, that's had experience in Pinheiro. So I'm really looking forward to that battle as well. And, It's kind of like with quarterback, whoever the better player is, let them roll with it, and I'm fine with that, honestly. Yeah, same way. All right, so I thought we could do something. We just went over the entire team, the entire depth chart. I thought we could look at our five players to watch that we're really looking at for this preseason game. Derek, I know you have your list, so I'll let you go first. Who are your five guys that you're really looking for and really watching in preseason game number one? Well, I I – First one, it has to be Jacob
0: Eason. You know, Jacob Eason is the is the dead giveaway here. We really need to see what he does in true primetime game style, really. I mean, it's going to be the first game reps that he's really getting with anybody. And then Michael Strawn. You know, I want to see him do what he's been doing in training camp in a real game. I want to see some catches. I don't care if there's a touchdown. I don't care if there's an amazing play. I just want to see him continue to have great routes and create separation and make a catch. Ben Banigu is my third. Uh, I really want to see what Banigu can do in a game situation. I said it before. I've seen what he's done in training camp. And it's been phenomenal. Seems like he gets a sack or two every single day. I want to see if he can get a sack or two in a real game time situation here.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, Speed and Franklin combo there. You know, I don't know if we'll see Speed now with, the injury that he has, but I want to see that linebacker position, see what they can do. And then Rocky Sin. I I need to see what rocks capable of right now. You know, we've been looking at him for so many years now. You know, we hope that he's starting to get more of a streak where he doesn't have as many penalties. So I want to see him get a few snaps to compete for that corner spot again.
1: Okay. I think we're pretty set on a couple of those. I would throw in Ture and Holden as well to add on to yours. Holden specifically because of left tackle. He's your starter, so I want to see him go up against the starters because I thought he played decently well last year in that Pittsburgh game now that it's actually game action. I want to see if he's serviceable. Obviously, it's been not great going into camp so far, but you know, camp and a game are totally different things, so I want to see if something just clicks in him and he could be – Really good protection for Jacob Eason. Obviously, Jacob Eason's on my list as well. And then Kamoko Ture, because he's been absolutely dominant in camp as well. And I want to see that translate. I want to see is he fully 100% back? All signs point to him being that way. I just want to see him fully back. And once I do, I'll have more confidence in this pass rush moving forward. But those are our five guys plus a few more guys there. I guess we'll end here, Derek, on our top three positions that we are watching in the preseason.
0: Yeah, so quarterback has to be, you know, you want to see what these guys are going to do. Offensive line for me, you know, we we got the majority of the starters out, you know, who's going to rise to the occasion, who's going to, you know, provide that stability in these key situations. And then for me, it's just linebacker. You know, again, I want to see what these linebackers are capable of when it's not Darius Leonard and Bobby Okereke out there on the
1: field. I think the first two are pretty obvious. I'm going to go there as well, but I'm going to actually go number two corner. I'm looking forward to seeing that battle. I'm still looking forward to seeing who's going to step that up because there's like literally three or four guys that could potentially take it. So I'm really intrigued to see, okay, TJ carries your starter. How long is he your starter for? How good does he look? How good does Rock look? How good does Marvel Tell look? How good does Isaiah Rogers look? I am very looking much forward to that and seeing, okay, are any of these guys really stepping it up? Have, have they shown noticeable signs of improvement? And even a guy like Holton Hill, who the Colts brought in a couple weeks ago. Very talented player. I want to see him as well. So there's a lot of these corners that I'm really looking forward to watching. But that'll do it, guys. 1 p.m. kickoff on Sunday. Indianapolis Colts host the Carolina Panthers. We will be streaming that game, so be sure to check out there. All our action, all our coverage there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you guys and all your support of us. And as always, guys, go Colts. Yeah.